let's get you in here. Let's get you to um, our team of amazing doctors and hygienists to find out what's going on and what we can do to help you today. We need to be that yeah. compassion, you know, and and basically, you know, create an experience that we would be looking for. They are the reason that we're scheduling new patients. They are the reason, A, that people are getting the care that they need, but also they are supporting the entire growth of the practice. Welcome to another episode of Dental Marketing Go. My name is Gary Bird. I am the founder of SMC National, where we help you create, convert, and close more new patients, where we're a true growth partner to help you get to where you want to go. Because I know if you're like me, you really want to grow your dental practices, you want to grow your business. And a lot of times you just need a little bit of marketing support to help you get to where you want to go. Today, I got a special guest, Al Marie. She is from Patient Prism. And if you know anything about the dental industry, Amal is the CEO of Patient Prism, and they do a great job of helping tracking calls and really helping your front desk succeed and be able to do the things that they need to do to get more new patients in the door. And when things don't work exactly right, you're going to know about it. You're going to be able to see it and take action to fix it and get coaching to help you improve time and time again. So we're going to jump right into this episode. Stay tuned. All right, Almarie, could you tell me what offices could do to be better at strategically scheduling? Um, it's a good question. And, you know, in, in my opinion, it's just the art of scheduling, Gary, it is a mindset, um, that every time the phone rings, we recognize that it's someone that needs our help. Um, it's being passionate about making sure that, you know, we're asking the right questions. We are finding out, you know, what's prompted the phone call. Um, in that way we can really get this person help. Typically people don't get excited about the dentist. Um, and so that first experience is very, very important. And it, you know, it just, um, it just needs that mindset of the phone is ringing. I need to help this person. Okay. So let's, let's say an office has that. Let's say an office says, you know what? I really want that. And I, uh, I have that. I think I have a team that really wants to help the people that they are answering on those calls. How, what's the next step after that to make sure that the, not just that the spirit of it, that we want to have, uh, get everybody helped and get everybody scheduled, but what's the system or the technical side, uh, that we have to follow to make sure that happens? Sure. Um, well, I believe in probing questions. Um, you know, Gary, most times people don't know exactly what they need. So we need to be prepared to ask the right questions. Um, you know, what's prompted your call today? Do you have a, a concern? Is there something that, you know, you feel is urgent? Um, those questions are going to help us to determine what type of care they need. It could be that they moved and they just want to get back into a routine. It could be that, you know, there is a concern and their first thought is to get a cleaning. Um, and so that would be my first order of business, really asking those probing questions to find out what's prompted the phone call, what type of appointment is needed, and then we go from there. Got it. Okay. And then do you do you have, um, is there a certain kind of um, scripting that you follow or an outline that you follow, or, or is it all pretty much dependent on office by office? Um, I mean, it can depend office by office, but I think some things are universal. Um, we always want to find out 
who we're speaking to. Um, we always gonna want to get a best callback number um, so that they could be reached again, just in case they're disconnected. Um, and then, you know, there are the questions to ask to make sure that we are truly getting down to the bottom of why they called and what services they need. Right. Um, and, you know, then from there, it's just creating that wow service. It's making sure that they know I'm here to make sure that you get the care that you need. Um, and we're going to take great care of you because ultimately that's what it's all about. That's what people are looking for. Sorry to disrupt the show, but I got something crazy to share with you. We are attempting to connect with all of our listeners. We have thousands of people that listen to this podcast, and we want to meet you in person. We have four events coming up, and I want to give you a discount code that you can use for the next week to save $300 off your ticket. The discount code is Gary Bird, and the link is going to be just down below. You can also go to smcnational.com forward slash events. I hope to connect with you in person and help each other grow our businesses. Can't wait to see you soon. Yeah, I feel like offices sometimes we we know so much, right? Because we know all about the insurances and we know all and all the pitfalls of insurances. We know about all the procedures and the pitfalls of all the procedures. The patient doesn't really know all those things and they're not really thinking about all those things. And sometimes we can overcomplicate things. What, from your perspective, what are some of those pitfalls that you see right now with that offices are kind of stepping into and maybe overthinking the process a little bit? Sure. Um, you know, well, a lot of people are going to call and they're going to lead with, do you take my insurance? Um, you know, what is the price that you would charge me for this sort of a procedure? Um, and those are things that I typically see people get hung up on. Um, and it's just a matter of, hey, listen, that's a great question. Um, you know, let's get you in here. Let's get you to um, our team of amazing doctors and hygienists to find out what's going on and what we can do to help you today. Because ultimately, that's, you know, when someone calls, they need help and they need our direction. So, you know, not having to answer every single question, not having to go into detail. Um, in fact, you don't want to. What you want to do is build a connection. You want to build a rapport so that it puts their fears at ease, it puts their mind at ease, and then we're able to get them in front of an amazing team. Yeah, I think empathy has a lot to do with it. If you are what I've heard on, because I've listened to thousands and thousands of new patient calls that have come in. And one thing that I've noticed is because we do it every day, because we answer the phones and we talk to hundreds of patients and blah, 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 we can kind of lose empathy for the person. And, and, and the, best, the best way I can describe this is like when we go to the doctor and we're freaking out because there's like a rash on our leg or something like that. And we're going, well, what is this? Is it cancerous or is it, is it something else? And we have all these questions flying through our head. And we've all had, so if you've been around for any amount of time, you've had something like this happen where you go to the doctor and then some doctors or some people at the medical facilities are dismissal, like they just kind of like almost ignore you, right? And and don't give you any comfort. And then there's other ones that are like, I went to a dermatologist one time. I had this little red, like almost like mole thing on my side. And, you know, uh, my wife was like, maybe, maybe that might be something bad, you know? And so I went to the doctor and she was so nice. She was like, Gary, you don't have anything to worry about. That is totally normal. It's she explained what it was and she said, you're in great health, nothing to worry about. And it put me at ease instantly. Um, and so I think sometimes on the phones, we forget about that. We forget that the patients don't know 
they're they're scared or yeah. they're in pain or they're they're trying to navigate and figure out which dentist to pick and all it takes is someone going you know what that's a really good question let's get you in front of the experts so that way we can actually answer that for you correctly so you can you don't have to think about it anymore or worry about it anymore is that is that is that kind of how you see it as well it's it's exactly it um, you know, to your point, we answer phone calls all day long and sometimes we get kind of lost in that mix and we need to do a reset, honestly, and realize that this is their first phone call. This is their opportunity to call because they need our guidance. We need to be that Got compassion, it. you know, and, and basically, you know, create an experience that we would be looking for. You know, if not everybody likes going to the doctor, certainly not everybody likes going to the dentist or is very comfortable with going to the dentist. So the more compassionate I am and the more I connect with you, human to human, the easier it's going to be for you to open up, tell me what's going on so that I know how to help. Yeah, 100%. So if someone, one of the things that I've noticed too, and I would love your thoughts on this, I've noticed that the front desk is kind of the lowest man on the totem pole when it comes to the, like the dental office political hierarchy, if you want to call it that. And what I mean, let me like clearly define that when usually the newest person in the office starts at the front desk, right? If you don't, if you're not a hygienist, if you're not a doctor, if you don't have like a a specific skill that you're hired for, it's like, Hey, we're hiring you. You've never been in the dental industry. We're going to put you at the front desk. If they're good at the front desk, meaning they, they can answer the phones. They're competent. They learn quickly. What do we do? We move them to another position. We say, oh, you're not at the front desk anymore. We're going to hire another rookie at the front yeah. desk. And so this fr- the front desk kind of come becomes this like where we're trying to mine out all the best players. But the thing that most people miss is that, and Dental hates this word sales, but the front desk is your sales team. <laughs> and, and I know yeah. treatment presentation is also your t- sales team as well, but your first layer of sales team is your phones. And if the person answering the phones is not up to par or you're always turning people at the front desk, then you're always going to have subpar results in your marketing, in your patient referrals, in everything that you do. And that that is a very tricky place to be. Do you see it that way or do you see it in, in a different way from, from your experience working with dental offices? I, I do see it that way. Um, and that's why, Gary, I spend my days talking to front desk receptionists. And the first thing that I want to do is I want to change their mindset. I want them to understand that they are the backbone. They are the reason that we're scheduling new patients. They are the reason, A, that people are getting the care that they need, but also they are supporting the entire growth of the practice. If we're not getting new patients... Mm-hmm you know, we're sitting at a lull. Um, and so that's one of the first things that I try to do in every conversation that I have. Let me just stop and tell you that you are changing people's lives. It is not just a phone call after phone call after phone call. And again, to your point, sometimes they don't see that. Sometimes they talk to someone on the phone, they build that beautiful connection and they're able to come in and get the care that they need. And they get the treatment, Gary, and all of a sudden they're standing you know, six foot tall, they're, they're, you know, feeling good about themselves and they're able to go out with friends and able to speak in front of people. And that's a life-changing event. Um, so I yeah. do make sure to establish that with every receptionist that I speak to, to re- re- remind them of their importance, um, how 
the connections are important and every single phone call. Um, you know, Gary, I ask people a lot of time, what, what made you go to a dentist office to work? Um, and nine out of 10 people will tell me I wanted to help people. And so that's what I build from. If you want to help people, let's er- learn that art of scheduling. Let's learn how to connect with a stranger, make them your friend, bring them in and treat them as family so that we can get them the care that they need. It's really important. Yeah, I totally agree. What, what are some resources if, if, so there's two kinds of people that are going to listen to the show. There's going to have your leaders. So your dentist, your office managers, those kind of people who are going to listen to this and say, okay, how do I get my team to do that? So that's one group of people I want to help. But then there's going to be the people who are actually doing the thing that want the help as well. So let's start with the leaders first. What's some resources or some, a place to start? If someone says, you know, what, I just, I know I need to help my team with the phones. Where do I start with that? And what, what are the first steps that the leaders need to take? Well, I think the first step is to establish, um, you know, the patient experience, what, you know, leaders need to be very clear in their definition of what their opinion of that patient experience needs to be. Once you've established that, then it's relatively easy to create, you know, verbiage or um, scripting around making sure that we're asking the right questions. Are we building those relationships are we nurturing those relationships? And, you know, um, like I said, everybody is different, but that's the place to start, Gary. It is setting the expectation and having everyone truly understand the patient experience that you you want for your practice. I love that. Yeah. And I, I would add to that. So I totally agree with you. Having exploring the patient journey and saying, okay, this is the front end of the patient journey. So if this doesn't work, the rest doesn't work. So how do we make this as strong as possible? That's number one. But number two, what does winning actually look like? I know that for most front desks, they have like 400 different tasks they needed to get done in a day. And a lot of them are flying at them like live action. You know what I mean? At random times, Uh, you, you don't get to pick when people call your office, right? It might be three or four people calling at the same time that you're trying to check somebody out. So really getting clear on what does actually success look like? Is there a number? Can you tie it to a number that they can look at every day and say, you know what? I did my job today. That's number one. uh, Or I would say that's number two tied to the beginning of what you said. Um, And then and then now let's move on to the second group. So now if you have somebody who's listening to this call or listening to our, our show right now and they say, man, I'm actually the one answering the calls. How do I get better? Where do I start to get better? Uh, and and considering that they may or may not have a leader who's set the groundwork for them to be successful or to what success looks like or building the patient journey. So how do those how does that group of people get better? Well, I, I think it's the um, it's what I call um, customer obsession. Um, only, you know, we're, we're talking about people, we're talking about patients. And so it really is something within you, um, that makes you passionate about making sure everyone gets the service that, you know, you would want for a family member, um, service that you would want. Um, I talk a lot about the wow service and what, what I would want everyone to know is to really work to create that experience that people are going to talk about. Um, whether they're calling to ask for directions or scheduling an appointment or, you know, whatever the case may be, um, we create an experience 
that they will talk about with their friends, their family, their colleagues. Um, and, and, and generally that's, that's all it takes, Gary. If we are, you know, already have that mindset that this is a phone call, this is my opportunity to reach out to somebody in the community that needs my help. That is the mindset. And, you know, there are questions that you may not be able to answer and that's okay. Um, you know, simply telling someone, Hey, listen, that's a great question. Let's get you in front of yeah. the doctor and I'll make a note and we'll address that for you. Uh, just I love that because with- there's, I love that because it's true. Uh, so many people think that they have to have all the answers, but no one has all the answers, right? Like there's no, the, there's nobody who has the answers. So you don't, it's not about having the, all the answers. It's about having empathy to be able to let them know that they're in the right place to help them figure out their problems and that exactly. it's a process, right? Like you get them scheduled and then they have to show up and then they're going to get their treatment. And then from there, it's still a process to even get the problem fixed. So having that empathy towards them and and not, you know, almost letting ourselves off the hook because, hey, I'm, I don't have all the answers and that's okay. Um, I, I absolutely well, love that. If someone wants to reach out to you and get some help around this and some, some, some ideas from you and, and learn more about Patient Prism, how, how do they do that? Um, well, they can reach out via email, um, visit our website, uh, patientprism.com. Uh, I am on LinkedIn and I am super passionate about sharing the mindset and how to create um, you know, that great experience for a caller. So anyone that has any questions, I'd love to talk. Um, I started in dentistry at the front desk. Um, and so I relate to all of the things happening around you, all of the tasks that you have to do. Um, and it's just, I love sharing, you know, things that we can do to be successful and get people the care that they need. Um, so reach out via LinkedIn email. Um, I, I would be happy to have a conversation with anybody and share the things that helped me to be successful in that role. That's awesome. Well, I really appreciate you coming on today. Thanks so much for sharing all, all of your uh, all of your knowledge. Thanks so much, Gary. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye.